Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, everybody, we decided to take this week off. So here's one of our classic episodes. Hope you enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Colin II, and with me as always is... Uh, I'm afraid to reveal that information. Um, I'm trying to be street smart, so um, I'm going to go with uh, the fake name. Okay. Named uh, Sesame and Carpola. Okay. So, um, Sesame... Yeah. Where do you live? Uh, I, uh, no, see, no, I'm not going to do that either. Uh, I took a class, uh, with a bunch of kids, just weird. Cause I'm like in my thirties, but like, anyways, like they, you know, they said like, Hey, you know, don't, don't talk to strangers. Don't, you know, don't tell them where you live. Don't, um, don't give them your phone number. Uh, you know what you should do? You should wait. stop. Think what's that? You know what you should do? You should stop. Think and listen to your heart. Yeah. That's, that's a really good piece of advice. And, and don't, don't be scared in no way and be street smart (laughs) yeah in no way is that phrase going to be played for laughs during an extremely serious um video that is meant to teach children to not be kidnapped no way will it be used ever as a comedic effect no totally serious because it's a very serious issue and that's how it's going to be treated as such yes it is i remember when i was a kid and uh like on a regular daily basis i was almost abducted every day it sucks man i mean i mean you know growing up in the 80s and 90s and stuff people would were just abducted every day i mean there was really not much to do you know so like the kids were just walking around not doing anything um the adults for all we we were told they were all addicted like crack or or any any other form of drugs so of course they were just like chomping at the bit to kidnap someone it was crazy time really everywhere i went i mean i got kidnapped about four times a week about four yeah a week damn yeah that's crazy that's like a hundred and like like 120 times a year something like that yeah and i mean you know it's like i couldn't help it i mean there was this guy in this white van that come by and offer me candy see that's the thing i suppose you know don't don't listen to the candy guy he doesn't he's you know he's 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 lying you know yeah or she it's usually it's usually a guy but or she you know yeah. the other you know even even if they have candy don't 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 matter they, they can have a whole truck full of candy doesn't matter uh just walk away go get yourself like an ice cream bar you know from like you know dollar what, store what if what, something what or, what if there what if there's a puppy in the in the van no it doesn't matter if there's a puppy candy it doesn't matter if there's puppy and candy puppies 
plural. Candy. What about, what about candy puppies? Uh, places to get, about what? What's that? Like candy puppies. Like puppies made of candy? Yes. Uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's fine then because uh, that's, I mean, you're never going to come across something like that again. So, no, it's not fine. Um, <laughs> okay, so so in all so we're jerking. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What are we talking about today? Well, today we are talking about quite possibly the greatest short film of all time. It's just an absolute genius. Where would direct this film? Um, I'm surprised that stop playing every single movie theater in the world i'm being quite honest uh it's it's called um street smarts it's called get street smart i think that's what it's called it's called sorry it's it's called get street get street smart a kid's guide to stranger dangers that's the whole title that's a long title of movie and it's about it's based around okay so we have a sort of in-universe character here that we need to explain because the context is really important they're doing a lot of world building with this one so um so in the universe there's not only is there an alien exchange student but it's quote your favorite alien exchange student which implies that there's other alien exchange students in the country presumably if not you know less you know less you know you know the other parts of the world but at least in this country and he's just one of them but he's the favorite of the alien exchange students who have been sent from various planets and galaxies to the planet earth with the sole again the sole purpose is to teach the earthling children street smarts you know how, how to you know gauge whether or not a strangers you know have bad intentions towards you you know they're they're basically act as ambassadors mm-hmm. of their planets because apparently they apparently they figured everything out in their planet so they're just being so kind to send their children to our planet to teach our kids well of course i would have been one of those kids at that time uh street smarts um so remember this is very important he's one of many alien exchange students but he's a favorite and his sole reason for living on earth at this particular time in history is to teach other children how to deal with strangers if they feel that they're in an unsafe position so that's the context just just laying it out there okay and 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 having him be the person him him being the ambassador about street smarts is like i don't know having um tucker carlson be the ambassador of liberalism (laughs) that's a good one yes yes because his name is capricorn by the way yeah and corny we're just gonna tell you he he does he does a terrible job uh Yes, because um, he, he really doesn't understand street smarts, but that is his purpose. And, okay, so the other thing I've learned from this movie, okay, so you, you remember the TV show Elf? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. they hid Elf <clears throat> that whole time. But this movie's taught me that Elf could have just hung out with kids and stuff. Oh, that's why I forgot about that, that they just, they, they hid him from the society. Yeah, but in this movie... Yeah, I did talk about In this movie, you know, Corny's just a, just a regular kid well, hanging out with everybody. I mean, but, well, it's because you know he he was kind of teaching street smarts. I mean, he, or he was. By the way, can I read? Can I read the scroll that they did? Yeah. Okay. Can I read that really quick? Yes. Go All ahead. Right. So they tried to make this into like a, a Star Wars thing because they were trying to be cool. Because like, oh, kids like Star Wars, right? So you know, we're gonna make fun of Star Wars by doing it. So it says it looks exactly like like the scroll from Star Wars. It says once upon a time in a land very close by. Then it says get street smart, a kid's guide to stranger dangers. 
blah, blah, blah. Okay, come on. Get to the thing. Come on. Get to it. Get to it. There it is. Episode one. A safe new world. It's not very safe at the corny stuff. Capricorn, known to his friends as Corny, is an alien exchange student from the planet Zarkon. Chosen to boldly go where no Zarkonian has gone before, Corny and his family traveled across the galaxies to a planet called Earth. Pursued by strangers and evil kidnappers, Corny's mission is to learn what it means to be street smart and teach all the kids in the universe how to make their planet a safer place. His time has come. May the cosmos be with them. Okay, so they're talking like this is some prophecy deal going on. So apparently the Zarkonians have a prophecy that one of their own, a child, um, is, is going to go to another planet and teach that planet's children how to be safe when it comes to dealing with adults who they don't know, strangers. As another word, you know, to you. And so Corny, or Capricorn, as his official title is, is a failed prophecy. It just proves the fact that their entire religion is wrong. Their God is probably not real. And, you know, Corny's mission is probably going to is probably going to cause his entire planet to go into a full-blown civil war because half of the people are going to want to believe in the God that they believed in all these generations. And the other half is going to be like, well, Corny fucked this up. So I don't know what to believe anymore. They're gonna, so thanks, Corny. You just probably well, cost millions of Zarkarnians' lives. He's as much of a, of, a, of, a, of a prophecy fulfillment as Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, which means that he's not. But, um, uh, uh-oh, well, did well, I say the word? Well, He's not allowed to say it, right? Well, see, in, in, in a way, it's, it's very similar. You see, Anakin brought balance to the Force by, you know, being evil and helping people see the good in themselves. Whereas Corny taught us street smarts by being stupid and not understanding them. Exactly. See, so he, I guess you're right. He did fulfill the prophecy just in a way that we wouldn't expect. By the way, I think this movie, I've watched it twice and I've watched like three breakdowns of it from other people. I still can't get over some of the scenes. Like, like, like they, they really had like some like outdated stereotypes of like ADHD. Cause at one point he's like sitting on his desk, like, like, like really like, and he's like, his, his ears like act as like antennas or, or no, he actually has like actual antennas on his head and that allows him like to listen to the radio i guess whenever he feels like it it's like a remote control that can turn off the radio i think i don't understand it and sometimes music plays through it but um so 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 the basic premise of this show or (laughs) film or whatever the fuck it is that they were showing kids in schools by the way yes this this fever dream that they showed (laughs) i think educational (laughs) institutions yeah they were showing this I mean, I'll tell you, I, I mean, this probably came, I mean, this came out in like 95. So I was already in co- in high school. I mean, almost in college by the time this came out. But when I was a kid, the only weird alien movie they made us watch was Mac and me. So, um, but- <laughs> Mac and me. Yeah. I think I remember watching this actually when it, when they I think they did show this to us. Like even then, I was thinking to myself, I'm like like why is this a comedy? Like this shouldn't be funny. Like yeah, so, so 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 the basic idea here is okay. So um at corny school they're teaching you know street smarts as teacher is and everything. And so we have this situation though where corny gets abducted and he has this like watch that is a zapper that zaps him out of situations if he gets into a situation he doesn't want to be in, but he just has no control as to where it zaps him. Which which is a weird concept because honestly, sometimes maybe him being kidnapped would be the better situation because he could just be zapped, you know, somewhere, you know, like 
in the middle of a lake with piranhas or something. I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm just saying the um. Exactly. Why would they? Why would they add that as an important part of the story? That he doesn't know where. It's like, wait a minute. What if? Yeah, exactly. What if being kidnapped is a safer environment? Yeah. Or what if he's he's being kidnapped somewhere else and he gets sent to a worse kidnapper? Than... Well, well, the reason they added is so they can have the wacky adventures where he, you know, lands into a a, a hot tub with an old couple and. Um, you know, <laughs> in between another couple that are trying to kiss and, um, you know, shit like that. That, that, little, that little shrug he does is like the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. He's like, he's like, oops. Like, and it's like, you can almost see like the actor himself is like not taking the role seriously. He's like, yeah, they pay me like $20 and like a pump of cocaine for this. Like, you know. Speaking of the actor, it's a, it's Richard, um, Hor- Richard Stephen Horvitz, who, um, is probably Probably best okay. known as the voice of Invader Zim. Wow. So among other things, which speaking of another alien that he played. Um mm-hmm. but uh he, he also um and... he's also played um he was in uh Power Rangers as um that little robot okay. guy that what the, okay. what the fuck yeah. is the robot's name? Anyways, he, he was that he was the voice of that as well. And he's done like a lot of voice work since then. Um he's had a pretty prolific career, honestly, and a lot of voice work and other stuff. He he was uh he was on Angry Beavers, um, The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Um, he was in the movie The Informant. What else? Oh, he what else has he been in? He's uh he's in the Loud House cartoon as a voice. Um, Ratchet and Clank video games. Um, Tangled the TV series. Um, there's like um what else has he been in? Uh, tons tons of animation. Um, basically. But anyways, so and, and totally, I, I will tell you that the moment he opened his mouth that is not the voice I was expecting to come out of that creature which is one of the ugliest fucking aliens I've ever seen in my life I mean, I mean the reason why I wanted to watch this so bad was just because of that because I was because all cards on the table I did not think of this on my own I was watching Eddie Burback going through his channel and I just happened to see this face I go what the hell is this and then he's he's you know played a clip of it and his his dad you can you know oh, by the way so Courtney apparently sleeps in his clothes say he wears to school that's interesting okay whatever we'll just get past that that he never changes so he doesn't take a shower (laughs) yeah he never changes he never i don't know if he needs to take a shower i don't know if his alien race needs that whatever you don't know much about their their biology you know and their anatomy which is a good thing because i don't want to know too much about but anyway so um (laughs) he wakes up you know from his bed who's all which is also like an alarm clock makes his bed shake like physically wake him up apparently he's like a really well it does seem like he's a very hard sleeper because he's always sleeping last but that's a whole other thing anyways i don't want to get ahead of myself so so he wakes up and you know his antenna ears or whatever are playing some stupid you know shock radio thing like oh, it's gonna be a one today <laughs> you know type of thing and he opens the, bl- the blinders from his room and there's some guy with the shirt off mowing the lawn already before school starts which is weird because schools usually start around like 8 30 9 o'clock in the morning yeah and this guy is already rocking the shirtless thing blowing the lawn at like 8 morning okay whatever. And, and and by the way the shirtless and, the, the shirtless lawnmower guy is sean mcnamara yeah. the director of this film well there you go he deserves the yeah. cameo uh sure because he is a genius it, it actually is a genius movie if you think about it. if you watch this movie yeah like if you're like really really sleep deprived apparently you could just like see the genius of this film but like so the dude's like he's, he's watching the director mow the lawn uh with the shirt off you know because the director made that decision that he wanted to he wanted to be in his own movie and he wanted to be have a shirt 
shirt off in his own movie, which again, okay, that's that's his choice. What really made me want to watch is this very first line in the movie outside of the narration that we already heard, and it's his dad is the background going ready to blast into orbit, son, or something like that, and then Corny goes, dad. <laughs> I can't even say it without laughing. It's like, oh, dad. <laughs> like, he's like, dad, dad. I can't do it. You're like, you got to hear him do it. It's the funniest yeah. thing ever. And we're like, so we get a glimpse into what, who Corny as a person is. He's like a terrible student, a terrible kid. He's got such a bad attitude. Like, it's like, dude, you are specifically sent to Earth with this, like, specific mission. Like, and, like you have this attitude of, like, just like, oh, well, I got, like, he's even bragging to his friend. Like, oh, I got this zapper i don't need to worry about anything it's like dude what the fuck's the matter with you he's the like, he's the, mes- he's the messiah zapper, of street smarts yeah <laughs> the messiah of street smarts corny whatever his last name is of course he is but uh you know he's got this zapper thing like you mentioned well you know those other kids should be able to should, they should have the zapper before he does because he's he's supposed to be teaching them street smarts so he shouldn't be the one to have the zapper for quote insurance as he calls it what a grown-up word to say to I got insurance. Who says that? But whatever. And they're all teaching them street smarts. They're like telling them, hey, you know, don't talk to that guy who just rolled up in his truck offering you candy. You're saying, no thanks. It rot my ears. What? So it doesn't have teeth, I guess? Okay. And then what a weird thing to say, though, too. <laughs> Plus, too, you're saying, you're saying no, but then you're walking up to the guy as you're saying no to the offer. Like, it's a very confusing thing. Like, hey, kid, you want some candy? And you walk up to him and go, no thanks. Well, wait, why don't you just walk away? Why are you walking to towards them but okay so like they they're like cordy come on dude i don't okay so i have a theory my mind's racing right now so eddie burback he he he, very astute very astute thinker and he he's like there's like a predator like every 30 seconds in this neighborhood and that's a great that's a great um a a great uh observation but i think i found one he didn't mention i'm very proud of because yes i i'm not someone that just wants to to watch someone else's thing to copy everything that they've said but i so i grant him that that's I'm, i'm that's not my original observation but i think i found one that he didn't and that we'll find out later on because this whole groundhog day situation happens where every time he gets kidnapped and he does a little zapper thing and he either finds himself like in a yeah like you know after he finds himself in like a weird like elder three-way hot tub situation or whatever he ends up you know erasing that from his memory or tries to (laughs) and then he goes back his bed and then and then this goes on several times. He gets kidnapped like 18 different times. And then they play this weird montage where it's it's a montage of all the times he's gotten kidnapped that we've already seen and a few extras just to throw in into the bargain bin. And and it's like playing like this really weird, like happy song, like, like stop it, listen to your heart. And they're all like, you know, he's like, every time he zaps, he goes like, what? this weird like kind of sound and he's like spinning in like some weird like like, like some weird color, like weird like, like, like doctor who sort of way or something you know it's just so fucking weird so but so why the my my observation was like we're kind of skipping ahead here we could go all over the place because time yeah. doesn't matter anymore no. but um <laughs> not in this universe now when you have a so, zapper 
So oh, the whole groundhog. No, when he was Apple Watch, it's like the time is just like it's a timelessness. Time, whatever. Yes. I can't think of the word. But like, so, so the my observation that I just came up with like an hour ago was, wait a minute. So he's living the same day over and over again, but he's still retaining all the information that um he had the previous day. But none of his friends do, and his parents don't. His teacher, mind you, his teacher always. This again, this is another Eddie Burback observation. His teachers always teach the different version of the lesson every day which seems to kind of fly in the face of Groundhog Day because the whole point is that the same thing happens every day on Groundhog Day but so they yeah. did, like, did a little twist on that but like okay fine that's that's fine whatever but I noticed you know, there, there, there's there's several different predators in this this movie but there's a main one that always pops up and he he always like seems to know like what's what, what Corey's up to what his name is where he lives etc okay well, hold on a sec because I saw this go wait a minute Corey is the only one presumably who's reliving the same day over and over again so so anything he says or does on that particular day only he has memory of everyone else is supposed to forget but this guy seems to remember all the things that corny has said on the previous monday so my theory is zirconians put him in to test corny they're like corny's gonna fuck up and because we gave him the zapper because we know he's not gonna do shit he never pays attention to school in any of our classes so he's not gonna pay attention to some birth school so we're gonna send like a predator from our country or our planet or make him seem as such we're gonna follow him around and because like well, one of the things one, one of the days is that he had a he had a jacket that said corny on it and one of the lessons was that you weren't supposed to wear clothing that had like your name on it or any other kind of thing so that was just one day he wasn't wearing that jacket though any of the other days but yet the guy still cut off corny. So-, so that's interesting so how do you know? Um, so 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 okay. My thing is is so then in this situation where Corny is the Messiah of street smarts, this guy is Satan, and so he yeah he's the Satan of street smarts. So so this is like the last temptation of Corny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, because he's tempted. All the time. This guy, this is the guy that's always tempting him the most. Like, because he's always offering him like ice cream, candy, and what one of the montages, montage scenes, he just gives him some money. Like, yeah, go, go. He's like on a payphone. He's like chewing gum, like acting all cool. And so like, hey man, hey Courtney, go, go get yourself something to eat. And he's like, oh thanks. And he's like chewing his gum, like yeah. Then like Corny walks in, buys like some ice cream or whatever. The guy, the guy takes his bike and moves it right next to the the RV that just happens to be sitting in the park lot and then Corny's like oh shit my bike's there then they go grab him then he zaps and says you know whatever so so this guy remembers all the time that he's kidnapped Corny or or all the information so it's like he it's like it's like Corny's like a nexus being if we're gonna get into like the Marvel Cinematic Universe kind of theory here this guy is also nexus being so whatever happens any timeline yeah. They both remember, but they don't, but he, but, but Corny doesn't know that he remembers. So, so he's the one at a disadvantage here because Corny thinks he's the only one that remembers the Groundhog Day situation. Whereas the other guy also knows the Groundhog Day situation, but he's, he's used that to actually take advantage of the situation because he is the adult in this. And unfortunately he's a bad adult because he's, he's using that for nefarious intentions. Whereas Corny is using that to just make the same mistakes over and over and over and over again again i mean like there's one scene okay so eddie burbank i'm sorry i'm like all hyped up right now so eddie 
Eddie Burbank made another uh, astute observation where he's walking alone. Again, he's supposed to walk with his friends. And she's um, he, he's going through, like, the lesson plan that she said, like, and it's got all this, like, reverb and echo behind your voice. You know, like, don't go on alleyways or construction sites or whatever. I don't think that's him thinking that because he wasn't paying attention in class. Because right before that happened, that's what I'm talking about, the genius of this film. You need to really read it. You need to really look into the small details of the director put into it he put in clearly a lot of work that's the reason why he wasn't wearing a shirt when he was mowing the lawn because he had to put all of himself into the movie and he just couldn't have it he just couldn't have a shirt anymore it just couldn't work so she, he had those antenna things and then he was listening to the antenna things right before class ended like rocking out to some generic dumb rock song or whatever and she's like corny pay attention or whatever and like straightens out the antennas and then he leaves class like acting all like he's tough like like all right let's go walk home from school corny he's like I'll just catch up with you later. You're not the boss of me. <laughs> and it's like, you fucking idiot, dude. You like just disregarded the entire lesson. So whatever. So he leaves like acting not cool. He does like this weird swagger walk. Like he thinks he's like the coolest person in the world or whatever. And anyway, so the principal walks in. He's like, how's everything doing? And she's like frowning. She's like, I don't know. My, I'm worried about my alien exchange student. It's like he's on another planet. And he's like, well, he is. <laughs> Y'all dumb idiot joke and then so she looks out the window and then so eddie burbank he he thinks we have a disagreement but he thinks that <clears throat> corny is replaying the lesson in his mind as he's walking home alone from school with a latch key around his neck and a jacket that has his name on the back of it and then i don't think that's what's happening i don't think that's what's happening because he wasn't paying attention he never pays attention in class that's the whole problem he sits on his desk he listens to music he sleeps a lot he's got i think he's got sleeping disorder because he's always sleeping in class like he never seems to get enough sleep i don't know M maybe the antennas play music at night and he never like gets enough sleep he gets woken up by like a shitty rocks on at like two in the morning and he can't go back to bed i don't know we'll, we'll have to figure that out like yeah. part two but he um so she looks right out the window and then that's when you start hearing the, the, the reverb and the echo of her repeating all of the key points of her lesson plan. I think that was her projecting that into Corny's antennas trying to protect him at that very instant like she does like oh he's got antennas he can pick shit up. Of course he ignores everything that he hears because he's a fucking moron. So he's like oh don't walk in construction sites. Oh he happens to be at like an abandoned warehouse construction site. Don't walk in alleyways don't he just oh a shortcut because he needs to get home so and what kind of weird shortcut would he need to get to his house to walk through like an abandoned warehouse district like where the fuck does he live like it seems like he lives in a pretty good neighborhood i'm not sure why he would need to walk through that and he's like doing his weird like i don't know what kind of walk he's doing there's a truck driving mind you this is mid-90s right cars weren't very quiet back then and you would hear you think you presumably would hear a truck especially a truck that looked like it was from like the 1960s pretty sure it'd be making a lot of noise but not for good old corny here he's just sitting there doing his little strut and then this woman with a pamphlet of a picture of a dog on it walks by and she's like oh my puppy got lost which just happens to be on the picture of this polished pamphlet that you would just have a picture of your dog at like you wouldn't have a regular photograph you'd have him on a pamphlet and he's like Corey's like it's like what would you do like it always freezes says, what would you do and you see this guy already standing behind Corey. he has said that 
my, 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 my thoughts on this is, okay, so th- this, this is some weird town where people are abducted every 15 minutes. And so <laughs> I think they have like a special place. It's like a, you know, like a Kinko's, but it's, it's mm. but, but it's, but it's for kinky people, so it's Kinkos. Anyway, so um the uh <laughs> the um at this place they 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 supply you with like uh flyers and stuff for kidnapping kids. <laughs> you know, and it's just in a strip mall in this town. It's like maybe like right down the street from yeah. that quickie mart that he went into in the one part. You know, it's just it's just right there. You know, they they don't care because this town seems to have you know like every other adult is a predator. Um, exactly. What the fuck is going? I mean, who knows? The teacher could have been one too. She could have been, yeah, telling false lessons to to trip the kids into doing the wrong thing. You know, like like um. Uh, by the way, too, another point. Okay, I, I know I'm, I'm sorry, but my mind's wandering so oh, that's much. Fine. Okay, so it's no matter what, it's wrong to go after kids. Okay, I mean that's obvious. I don't think that even needs to be said. Okay, but they, the predators in this universe, do seem to have something really special interest in the corny specifically. And I'm thinking, is it because it's an alien? The alien kid? Is that what's going on? Because they don't seem to be interested in the other kids he's hanging out with. Like they just ignore them. Like, you know. <laughs> Well, I mean, my my theory is maybe they're all working for some like Area Fifty One government agency, and they're not really predators. Ooh. They're 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 like men in black, but like in disguise, and so they're just trying to you know rid and the world of aliens, you know. Oh, that's that's I I, I think I kind of like that theory actually. Like they're just keeping tracks on Corny to make sure he's not gonna like zap the world into some weird you know warhole or some shit like that yeah and i mean so so basically God i damn mean it. this 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 fever dream of a of, of a of an educational film um <laughs> educational film educational yeah film. educational yes <laughs> i'll repeat that again educational film um it's uh <laughs> It's um yeah, sadly probably not the weirdest educational film I've ever seen. But still, the um the situation here you know ends where one day he leaves his zapper watch at home and goes to school and then freaks out when he realizes he doesn't have it. And he's like, I don't have my zapper. I'm gonna get killed on the way home and blah blah blah. And he's like, you know, the the teacher's like comforting him in class and everything, and he's like all like freaking out, like everything's different now because he doesn't have his you know insurance policy. And um and? yeah yeah. He goes home and he's remembering the you know what he's supposed to do and he, he calls his mom like he's supposed to and then he uh there's a delivery at the door and he won't let the guy in, you know, he does the right thing. And then uh and then our creepy guy in a Hawaiian shirt, you know, who I'm convinced works for the uh you know government. He uh he, he comes in, he comes up and for some odd reason, Corny's stupid and answers the door for him. And then the guy grabs him, like, you know, in broad daylight and yeah, and looks exactly. like luckily some random lady that lives in the neighborhood sees it and helps stop it and uh and then you know five seconds later the cops pull up so well, of course yeah so i mean i mean i, I don't know but that he which i think is funny though i was sitting there thinking i was like how did the cops get here so fast and then that moment that i thought that corny actually says to them is like 
How'd you guys get here so fast? <laughs> he explained it. Yeah, Corey literally fails every test in this movie, but then declares himself the victor because a woman and a cop happen to show up just as he's being kidnapped. He's like, yes, I'm straight smart. It's like, no, you're not. You fucking moron. You literally just opened the door for him two seconds ago, and then he just flailed about as he was trying to carry you away. Like, He's like, what are you talking about? It's like, it, it, it's like, it's like, you know, being the person that was afraid to get up on stage at a karaoke thing. And then all of a sudden you get up and you, and, and you sing one line of American pie or something. And then you walk off stage and you're like, I'm the greatest singer in the world. No, you're not. Um, so the, uh, the, no, um, no, no, you're not. You're terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then the, uh, the, the whole, um, but, but anyways, the reason that the cops were there so fast is because, you know, there was something in his mom's gut when he called, when he called her when she was at work. I don't know where the fuck this alien's working, but anyways, so, um, the, uh, the <laughs> exactly. <laughs> She like, you know, working at a Dillard's or something and they come in the store and it's just like, yeah, I'll show you where the dresses are here. I'm like, what the fuck? Hey, it's like in universe, this is a normal thing for these kids. For the, not just the kids. The every- but anyways, so that that's how we, we end the thing where, you know, he realizes he's street smart and everything's good. I don't know. Do you want to take a break here, Matt? And we'll come back and we can talk about some reviews and stuff that I found online. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. So there's one more thing about him knocking home from school that day. So the day he gets kidnapped for real without a zapper is like you know he's freaking out in class because he doesn't have a zapper and like the teacher's like hugging him you know because she's like really concerned it was a really touching moment it's like oh my gosh she's really concerned about corny like someone's gonna kill me i'm gonna get taken away it's like oh i don't feel so good i feel sick and he faints and then they just let him walk home alone like no parent picks like what kind of school is this like when i was a kid if i was sick they wouldn't just send me home to walk by myself paranoid it's all jittery like no, they, they, they'd send you to the nurse like first at least i mean it's like that, that whole there the school failed him right there yeah they would have been on them if he got kidnapped because they just went and go went ahead and send them all yeah so that, that was my only last point about this is these are some reviews i found there was none on the internet movie database so i had to find some elsewhere and i found this website called letterbox.com where i found these reviews <laughs> this first one is a two-star review from tylet lantern um he said i heard that this had a groundhog day premise so i decided to give it a watch it's almost like a shot for shot remake except for the main character is an alien and people keep trying to molest him every day <laughs> so <laughs> the next one is a half a star from uh visala 826 i imagine this is what being schizophrenic with horrible delusions and hallucinations is like whoa <laughs> there's another half star from a guy named jay it says wow it's free on youtube so watch it get street smart that's all okay so southern one has no stars whatsoever um <laughs> from michelle she says the alien brought to earth to teach kids about stranger danger has a magic fingers bed and no one is asking questions <laughs> Here's a three-star review from Parker. I would have tried to kidnap Corny myself, to be honest. Whoa. Yeah, it's kind of creepy. Half a star from Geo says, This is the most crime-infested neighborhood on the planet. So those are the only reviews I could find for this online. Um, I did do a little bit of research, wow. and there are some other corny adventures that we may have to find online and watch. So wait, because they yeah, because they said there's several other films yeah. of corny. There, there's there's one oh that I, I found online, and I can't remember what the uh, what the topic of it is, but I do know that Dick Van Patten and Vicky Lawrence are in it. So it's actually got some like star power in it. Also, it's got a uh, like uh, the youngest kid from home improvement what? Yeah. uh 
<clears throat> yeah. Yeah, definitely. We'll have to find that. Maybe, maybe that'll be the next thing we cover. We'll see. Any other thoughts here, Matt, before we wrap things up? Um, no, I think um, I think the only thing I can say is, is, is stop, think, and listen to your heart and be street smart. Yes, be street yeah, smart. That's that's all I can say. So. And I, I do have one last thing to ask you, Matt. What okay. is your address? It's um, 728. Oh, no, no. What are your parents' first and last names? Um, Zarkon and Zarkonium. Oh, okay. Shit. Is that Greek? Should have said oh, that. Wait. It's Zarconian. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yes. And uh, what is your blood type and your social security number? Um, my blood type is green. <laughs> and um, we don't have um, we don't have social security numbers on planet Zarkon. So. Uh, oh, okay. We we don't we don't need social security on Zarkon because everybody's taken care of because we have a functioning government society so oh you probably you know have affordable health care too oh yeah yeah we do it's pretty good stuff yeah and you know that, i mean the zap the zappers the zappers included in every single person who's born I mean, we all if, get if, if you have the zappers yeah. too you can like get out get anywhere i mean if you have a proper zapper that you can actually direct to go to where you want to go then you don't even need a car so there's like no fuel issues too and you know so yeah it probably have a really good economy and uh, yeah. a good society where you know people yeah, care about each other good. unlike yeah. the united states yeah. of america and like <laughs> Exactly. There's all zero predators, and they they they, they purposely gave Corny a, a shitty zapper just because of how much of an asshole he is. So yeah, um, you know they they knew it would just around and send them to like get getting oh yeah, that's that one scene he got electrocuted once too wasn't that funny guys in between him getting kidnapped by like seventeen thousand predators in the same neighborhood he also got electrocuted and yep. just some funny wacky music in the crowd is this, isn't being kidnapped by adults so funny kids it's the best i mean that's the message of the movie yeah it's funny to be kidnapped i guess i guess well if we've learned anything, it's that it's funny to be kidnapped and that, uh, you know, that the chosen one and the, the messiah of street smarts is Capricorn. Anyways, so, <laughs> folks, if you enjoyed this episode, as fucked up as it is, um, please uh, follow us uh, wherever you can on social media, at the twits and the and the grams and the, uh, the books and the talk. <laughs> And um, also, um, you know, be safe out there. Don't get into weird vans, you know, <laughs> wear a mask because that would actually help, too, because then, you know, strangers can't recognize you um, because if you have a mask yeah, yeah. on, you know, it's like, who the fuck are totally. you? You know, corny might uh, might actually kind of look like everybody else then. And, um, you know, be street smart. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. <laughs> he wouldn't look else. <laughs> I'll be like even more fucked up. Yeah, but but that's okay. I mean, well, the thing is, is he wouldn't have to worry about covering up his nose with the mask because he doesn't have one. And um, I mean, he's got this Voldemort-looking face. And um, anyway, so the uh, the um, you know, Voldecor. <laughs> wear a wear a mask, folks. Like I said, you know, subscribe to the show. Wear a condom, and until next time, be street well. smart, and bye bye Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Hawes. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at cullenpark.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Meta Human Affairs. This one is a story 
about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg, but their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're gonna get 180 pages of entertainment, action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you gotta do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now.